We are here together this afternoon to reflect on our life. Life has to be lived with passion. Without passion, what is the meaning of life? What is the meaning of living? Life has to be filled with sense of purpose, meaningfulness, joy, appetite, appetite for life. So life is to be lived with passion. I hope that you all live your life with passion. Being alive means, does not mean that you just have breath. Being alive means that you are passionate about your life. It is so sad to see people around me to merely exist Rather than living with passion, I don't see many people who live with passion. You know, when I'm around with people who live with passion, I get energized. But uh, I don't see that uh, much around me. They just coast along without serious problem. But the serious problem is they lack passion. Passion is a strong desire to live. Passion meaning if you have passion, you know clearly where you are going. You know clearly why you live. There is a clear reason of why you live. That's living with they will not be satisfied with mediocre lifestyle, no matter how safe they may be. They will not be satisfied. The passionate people will not be satisfied with mediocre life. Then what gives us passion for life? What energizes you? I think that is calling. A sense of calling. Your life is called by God. Discovering that your life is called by God. Almost you're chosen. You're chosen to live your life. You're chosen to be somebody. That discovery gives us passion. It's not just desire to do something and to have something, but it's, it's almost like you're chosen to live in a certain way. That sense of calling. But unfortunately, this sense of calling does not come automatically just because you have life. It is something that you discover in the course of your life. You discover one day that, hmm, my life is connected. I'm not all alone in this gigantic universe, but somehow my life and I am connected with something bigger, somebody bigger than me. You are not on your own, you realize. Your life is connected with I don't merely 
exist, but my life is somehow connected with a purpose. And that purpose guides you and leads you. It's not just about what you do. It's about who you are. Of course, they are connected too. What you uh, are, who you are and what you do are connected, but not always. So it's not just about what you do. You don't just give up your career and then go to Madagascar or in South Africa and become missionary. I'm not talking about that. Your existence itself here, right here around you, that you are connected. That purpose, when you're connected with that purpose, that purpose will guide you and lead you in a certain direction. Just before the service, uh, I uh, uh, met somebody uh, I haven't seen for a long time. And he said, oh, I studied so many things. I don't know which way I'm, uh, I'm maybe going in the future. So I told him, God will guide you. If you know the purpose, that purpose will guide you in a certain direction. That was what Isaiah said today in today's passage. The Lord called me. He saw his life. He saw himself as being called. His life being called. The Lord called me before I was born. While I was in my mother's womb, he named me. How did he know? He wasn't even born. How did he know that he was called uh, before uh, uh, he was in mother's womb? How did he know? That is what he discovered in the course of his life. In the course of his life, he realized that his life was not just accidental, accidentally here, but somehow, even before I was born, God knew my name and I was called. That's what he said. That's what he discovered in the course of his life. It's almost like predestined. Predestination is not that your life is already decided. You're just following uh, what is the design already. No, that's not what predestination is. Predestination means that your life is connected with the bigger purpose in life. Similar thing, Jeremiah. Almost same thing, different prophet, Jeremiah said this. Before I formed you in the womb. I knew you, is God speaking. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. He discovered that his life was deeply connected with God's calling. Disconnectedness. How many of you live with this, this sense of connectedness? This sense of being called. Passion is more than living as you like it. You live your life almost like you're destined to live that way. You have no choice but to go that way. That kind of strong force you feel in life. Do you feel that force in your life? Something is really pushing you to a certain direction. That power, that force 
that connectedness, that sense of purpose and that sense of calling, that gives you passion. It's not always easy to receive the calling. Um, it is very difficult. That's why we avoid sometimes. Because we rather live our life as we like it. Calling is too burdensome. I don't want to be pressured. I want to live freely as I like it. And we are not the only ones who feel that way. Even the great people, when they... They, when, when they consider the calling, they all kind of had a hesitancy. They didn't like it. The servant in today's passage uh, said the same thing, and Jeremiah said the same thing, and Moses, even the greatest prophet Moses said that. The servant uh, said this, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing and vanity. In other words, all I did is I did it in vanity. It's in vain. I thought I was doing something great, but it's useless. And Jeremiah said that. When he was called by God, he said this. Ah, Lord God, truly I do not know how to speak, for I'm only a boy. He resisted. I'm me? You call me? I'm only a boy. I can't do that. That resistance. And Moses, God called him several times. And Moses, no, 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 no. Please send somebody else. I'm 80 years old. I'm too old. And I cannot even speak. There are professionally trained troops and soldiers. How can I fight against them? No, no, no. Please send somebody else. That's what Moses said. So, it's not always easy to say yes to the calling, to that kind of lifestyle, lifestyle of calling. It is hard to do, uh, to do that. We rather want to limit our life to what we want to do. Beyond that is a burden. So we already Put the boundary around us. That is a limit that I'll go. No matter what I do, this is a limit. So they put the boundary. But interestingly, when you look, uh, look at the scripture, scripture, God always break down these boundaries. Always. Abraham was very comfortable in Ur and Haran. Go. Break your boundary. Go where I tell you to go. So God always breaks, so somehow breaks the ba your boundaries if God loves you. God does that. But we rather put the boundary around us. No wonder it is very difficult to live with passion. No wonder we don't have passion because we already put the boundary around us. How can you have passion for life? You just survive. Safety is the greatest priority. Fun is the greatest priority. Passion, not important. Even if I merely exist. 
my friends, you are connected with a higher purpose and deeper meaning. No matter how great your hobby is, how luxurious your life is, how great your job and career is, to live a passionate life, you need to be deeply connected with deeper purpose. We human beings are created that way. We are spiritual beings. We are not just animals. We are not satisfied with, with being well fed and well protected. We cannot be satisfied with that because we are spiritual. We need to know higher purpose for life. To live passionately. We are too spiritual to be satisfied with those things. What is noble, what is worthwhile, what is meaningful, these things are important in living a good life. And I realize what is noble, what is worthwhile, what is meaningful is to do with very much serving others. What is noble, worthwhile, meaningful is not way up there. It's right here serving other people. That is what is noble, that is what is worthwhile, and that is what is meaningful. It's not about what you do. It's basically your attitude towards others. Are they my competitors? competitors? Rivals? Or when I uh, take them, am I interested in serving them? Do I want to be recognized or, or do you want somebody else to be recognized higher? What is your attitude towards other people? When you start serving other people, passion comes alive. It's much more fun and joyful and meaningful to serve others than serving your own needs. All the happy people serve others. They find happiness in serving others, not serving your own needs and your wants. This is what Isaiah said. I'll give you as a light to the nations that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. In other words, you'll be the light to other people, to other nations. You are not called just for yourself. You are called for others, saving others. Calling is not about you. Calling is about the salvation of, of others. So calling is about helping others. That is greatest secret of happiness in life. If you have lived all your life serving yourself, your family alone, then happiness or passion not possible. But when you start serving other people, others' needs, then life comes alive. Life comes alive. If you just serve your life, 
no matter how great life you might have lived, what good is it? You're just living at the very elemental level. There's nothing to admire about it. There's no admirable quality there. Jeremiah said, I'm only a boy. And God said this to him. Jeremiah, do not say, I'm only a boy. For you shall go to all to whom I send you. And you shall speak whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of me. For I'm with you to deliver you, says the Lord. My friend. When you start living a passionate life, serving others, there are two things that God does for you. First one, I just read. God said to Jeremiah, do not be afraid of them. God takes the fear out of you. God removes, removes fear from you. That's a wonderful thing that anybody can desire. Fear, we all live with fear, but somehow God plucks that fear out of you when you start living a passionate life. Fear doesn't control you anymore. That's what Jesus said to the disciples. I have said, said this to you so that in me you may have peace in the world you face persecution but take courage I have conquered the world do not fear take courage when you start living a passionate life you become courageous you boldly try something you never tried before you boldly Break down those barriers and the boundaries that you set, up, set around you and move out. Because fear is not there anymore. This is what God said to Isaiah. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I'll uphold you with my very victorious right hand. That's the first thing. God removes fear. The second thing. Let me read Jeremiah 1, 9 to 10. Then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Now I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to pull down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. In other words, I will give you the word. I will give you the power. You do not do these things on your own. With your own strength, I will give you the strength. So first thing is he takes out the fear. Second thing is, he empowers us. When God called Moses, God gave him staff. 
through that staff, you will experience my power. And Moses always carried the staff because that symbolized God's strength and God's power. One life, one year. I don't want to live in fear. I don't want to live powerlessly. of the road, he said, Lord, thank you. It has been 